You're listening to Perspectives. I am your host, David Howard. Thank you once more for listening today, as I greatly value this wonderful opportunity to minister to all of you listening today. My prayer is that the message touches you in a very special way and allows God to keep you in perfect peace until we come together once again. Thank you for your patience and I apologize in advance as today's podcast is a bit more lengthy than usual as I was unable to shorten it without taking away some of its primary meaning. There are few things that frustrate us more than having to wait. We willfully accept with gladness when the answer is yes and begrudgingly come to terms when the answer is no. But having to wait is always problematic for us as we suffer with great anxiety in doing so. Our prayer should constantly be, teach me to wait. Patience is a prized commodity and often in very short supply as our responses typically allow us and others to see the fullness of our insecurities finding ourselves no longer in control. Keep in mind when everything is going our way, patience is easy to exhibit. However, the real test of patience is when our character and integrity are questioned or when we are offended by someone that we believed was a friend, when we are treated unfairly or when someone questions mockingly the basis of our faith. As Christians, we do not have the luxury of being sinfully upset when facing trials and tribulations. Our patience is revealed through faith because of God's timing, his omnipotence, and his tireless love towards us. It is neither sudden nor immediate and is very seldom instantaneous, greeting us along our state of timeline. God's authority is crucial to our spiritual growth. Therefore, as the trials we routinely face are his way of perfecting patience in us. Today's podcast is titled Priceless Patience. By turning to Luke chapter 21 and verse 19, it reads as such, In your patience, possess ye your souls. Patience is indeed a virtue, but that quote itself doesn't come from a biblical term. Our ability to be patient can have disastrous consequences if we do not wait and present less than desirable outcomes. There is the world's view of patience with limitations and then there's the patience that God demonstrates in glorious detail throughout scripture we are reminded time and again of its necessity and they serve as a cautionary reminder of why we should not seek to get ahead of his willful plan for our lives we assume that God is taking far too long to address our needs and our present circumstances. 
We pray continually for him to fix it, not realizing that sometimes that is the very thing we need to endure. Without such, we would believe we have no need for God, as many assume today, becoming totally self-reliant as a means of achieving our own outcomes, whether they be right or wrong. Our hearts are constantly yearning, always lacking, never satisfied. We intentionally push the envelope to see just how far we can go. Scripture reminds us that we are not to live unto ourselves, but we are purchased with a price. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 20. And therefore must trust that God is in control of every aspect of our lives, no matter how long the wait. Our patience gives us the ability to trust him at his word, even if it does not correspond with our own timeline. Our lack leads us to the limit of our own decision making, using our own resources under our own abilities, refusing to believe that we are limited by our own humanity. Patience removed can as well lead to hopelessness as we seek answers, but very often in the wrong places. God's faithfulness towards us, however, is reflected throughout the entirety of his word. From the opening of Genesis, as it reads, in the beginning, to the closing word in Revelation, which is simply, Amen. Therefore, our constant prayer should be, Teach me, Lord, how to wait on Thee. How often have we made a mess of our lives? Not because we could not, but because we refused to wait. I am guilty of that more often than not. As discussed in the Bible, sometimes we can get so far away, so distant from the purpose that God has for our lives, that it takes longer than a moment to root out all of the stuff that we have entangled ourselves with along the way. If we turn to the book of Psalm, chapter 25 and verse 3 through 5, it reads, Yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. Show me thy ways, O Lord, teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Our need for patience is unpopular, causing us to cling to something that has taken what seems to be an eternity to come to pass. We often say within ourselves, well, since God has taken so long, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. However, doing so, therefore, is like the cat and the ball of yarn. By the time they are finished wrestling and tussling around, it is a total mess, unrecognizable and very difficult to restore to its original configuration. Similarly, Saul, in 1 Samuel chapter 13, 
He grew patient or impatient, rather, waiting on the Lord. As it reads, Saul remained in Gilgal and all the troops with him were quaking with fear. He waited seven days, the time set by Samuel, but Samuel did not come to Gilgal and Saul's men began to scatter. So he said, bring me the burnt offering and the fellowship offerings. And Saul offered up the burnt offering just as he finished making the offering. Samuel arrived and Saul went out to greet him. What have you done? asked Samuel. Saul replied, when I saw the men were scattered and that you did not come at the set time, and that the Philistines were assembling in Michmash, I thought now the Philistines will come down against me in Gilgal, and I have not sought the Lord's favor. So I felt compelled to offer the burnt offering. Saul's inability to wait and be patient caused him to lose the entirety of his kingdom as his impatience caused him to take matters into his own hands, as he said, I felt compelled. That was his response. Keep in mind that fear combined with delayed responses would cause us even today to do the same. Even if we have witnessed personally the blessedness of God many times before, Quite often, our patience does not serve a earthly purpose. It is born out of obedience, intently listening to what God desires for us. Suppose we only possess five of the nine fruits of the Spirit, and the absence of the remaining four served as a constant barrier to our relationship with God. Would we urgently fix it? Oblivious, we go on in life, seemingly unaware, but God is trying to get us to remain still enough, if only briefly, to purge and cleanse us, knowing that the lack thereof may cause us to miss the promise of eternity. May I ask, is revenge more expedient than heaven? Is hate and our disdain for others more gratifying than love? Is the calamity we cause just to prove our rightness greater than peace? Does our maltreatment and ill will towards our brothers and sisters exceed our goodness? And does our ability to boast about our boundless successes and achievements by our own hands overshadow the gentleness we share with others. Long-suffering and patience serve a purpose. It removes self or self-reliance from the picture and causes us to abide in humility, softening our hearts, becoming totally dependent on God, that we may feel the need and suffering of others. If we turn to James chapter 1 verses 2 through 4, it tells us, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, 
that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Patience is evidence of God's presence in our lives. Every now and then our need for such patience is not about us, nor does it indicate that we have committed a wrong against God. Occasionally, it is because God needs to put us in a place where he can best use us. The necessity to wait is a time of preparedness, but we cannot if we impatiently run ahead of God and extinguish what he, not us, is trying to achieve. The Bible describes in detail the defined nature of patience. And while not always easily achieved, it serves as a hallmark characteristic of God's people. The world often devalues godly attributes such as patience and kindness and gentleness, portraying them as a form of weakness. However, unequivocally, nothing can be farther from the truth. One cannot attain it by rushing through life. It cannot be purchased with all the world's wealth. There is no express delivery for the patience in which God has for us is both deliberate and intentional. It is precise in that it functions out of necessity. It delivers when our own abilities have limits and appears in such a way that we are unable to gift unto ourselves any measure of credit. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 2 reads as such, Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Should we not seek patience, waiting for the Lord to move on our behalf, even if it seems afar off. Whatever the circumstance, we should wait on the Lord. No matter the situation, we should trust that he is able to meet the fullness of our needs, faithfully clinging to a hope and a promise that is able to keep us until the very end. Having not seen, our patience yet allows us to retain hope and while the world may reveal something completely contrary, the building blocks of our faith are rooted in patience that we may with great anticipation endure to the very end. Patience is the ability to face hardships or delays without becoming grieved. As challenging as it often is, I believe that most of us would love to have more patience, but I must profess it is not always easy and it comes at a cost that very few are eager to pay. Patience is bound in wisdom, love, gentleness, humility, and grace, giving the assurance that the fruit of the Spirit is fully manifested in us. We all face circumstances when our patience wears razor thin. However, patience as a matter of practice is a sign of spiritual maturity and an indication that someone unconditionally trusts God. Whatever we are facing, 
patience is vital to our salvation. Romans chapter 12 and verse 12 tells us, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. In closing, when we are impatient, all we see is ourselves, our needs, our wants, our desires. And it places emphasis on selfishness rather than selflessness. When God does not seem to be moving fast enough as we wish, we should avoid the desire to complain and second guess his righteous judgment. Patience is fully trusting his wisdom and his timing. And lastly, if you turn to Philippians chapter four and verse six, it reads, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Thank you so much for listening and sharing this episode of Perspectives. As we continue our outreach, I humbly ask for your prayers as I seek from God what is that I am able to share with you each week. If you enjoy what you have heard, please subscribe using the Anchor or Spotify platforms. If you're listening to me via Anchor, leave a voice response by clicking on the message button Start recording and when the button turns red and follow the corresponding instructions. I would love to hear your thoughts about today's podcast. You can also send me an email at howarddc42 at yahoo.com or text to the phone number from which you received today's episode. May God bless each and every one of you and may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ be with you until we meet again.